0: So, dude, my first question is, how the heck do you dunk? Like, I've been, I, I can grab rim, but like, seriously, how do you dunk? <laughs> like, I want to know That's your secret. That's a funny question. I don't know. I,
1: it's like it's like asking somebody. Like, it's it's just it's natural. I've been this since I was like fifteen. So, I mean, I've gone through phases in my life where, uh, where it faded, but. I'm starting to get it back now. I'm starting to feel bouncy again.
0: Dude, you are bouncy, man. You're very (laughs) bouncy, bro. How tall are you? Six four. Okay. So you got some height on you too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not small either. So that's definitely
1: helpful. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And anybody who's, uh, you know, listening in on this on a audio platform and not, you know, a video one, I can see the veins of your biceps popping through. So you're not like, You're not like a twig by any means either, dude.
1: Yeah, I'm not a little guy, man. And I'm lean right now. I'm, I'm probably about 200 pounds right now. And I've been, yeah. I've been like 240. So this is- Oh, wow.
0: Is, How recent was that?
1: Um, it's probably been like seven, seven years since I was that big. So like right at the end, right at the end of my 20s, early 30s. So yeah.
0: Yeah. What helped you drop that weight? <laughs>
1: Fasting. Come on, sh- man. We'll talk about that. I'm <laughs> <sure>.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's dope, dude. We're actually doing a uh, fasting lifestyle challenge on Monday. Uh, it kicks off. We've got a, a few other guys um, from ATG hopping in there and then a bunch of our Kingdom Health crew. Um, it's been really cool because getting plugged in through, um, you know, ATG, which for those of you guys listening in, um, I'm in the certification program through Ben Patrick, Knees Over Toes guy. Uh, which is Athletic Truth Group is the name of his brand. Nick, you and I met in there. Uh, you know, you're on the client end. You're not a coach in there, right?
1: Correct. Yep. Yeah,
0: yep. absolutely. Um, and I was seeing Nick on there. He's over the Hill Hooper, uh, which is such an awesome uh, IG tag. You guys can go ahead and follow him on there. And so I wanted to, to grab him and, and bring him on here. But yeah, um, where was I going with that? Uh, you, the
1: first thing you asked me was how do I dunk? I don't know where you
0: were going. Yeah, oh, it's we... it's totally cool, totally cool. That's a good introduction uh, right now for you as well, too. So Nick, I'd love to, uh, yeah, just take a moment here and and let people know a little bit about you. you. Know for those of y'all listening in, this is my first you know conversation with Nick. We got the chance to hop on a couple minutes beforehand, just to um, and we've been chatting in Messenger as well too on Instagram. But man, would love to hear a little bit about like how do you describe yourself,
1: man. That's a good question. Um, I mean, the the things that I'm the most passionate about, I mean, you can even see that if you go to my Instagram page, if there, are going to ask me what I love, it's Jesus, my wife and fitness. Those are the things that I care, like that's the stuff my intention into. So, I mean, I spend uh, in terms of literally in terms of priority, that's like kind of how I, level out my life is, you know, I try to make sure that I'm always spending time with the Lord, connecting with the Lord, always making sure that I'm, you know, keeping my relationship with my wife good. And then, man, I love to be healthy. And so fitness, I'm a basketball guy, which is why my Instagram tag is over the Hill Hooper, love basketball, been playing basketball since I was a kid, um, along with like soccer and, you know, football here and there, like kind of dabbling with some different stuff. But then mostly in my adult life, a lot of basketball, a lot of time in the gym, I've gone through various seasons of different types of working out. And again, listening to your stuff, I think there's a lot of similarity. Yeah. yeah. So I've tried all different kinds of stuff. But yeah, if I was going to describe myself, I'd say that that's it, man. I love Jesus. I love my wife. We don't have any kids or anything. We have a dog. So I do have a dog. He's running out the house somewhere. And that's it, man. That's it. Love it, man.
0: What kind of pup is it? He's a Rhodesian
1: Ridgeback Lab mix. You ever seen a Rhodesian before? No, I've never seen a Rhodesian before. So you would recognize... They, they have basically like a mohawk that runs down their back. It's a super cool dog. He's hes a mix, so he doesn't have like the full thing. Like, And I think they, they said he's like Rhodesian Boxer Lab. So super cool dog.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing that. That's a nice dog, man. Looks athletic.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, he uh, He's so so
0: <laughs> like if you gave him a basketball he couldn't dump
1: nah man nah he doesn't have that man no nah,
0: no nah. that's cool man so you were a personal trainer for a time man what was that season like for you
1: yeah um so I I had thought about being a trainer I mean if I were to take you through the whole arc of all the different things I've tried it's kind of wild honestly um I didn't become a personal trainer until I was 30 I think I was like 31 when I became a trainer so maybe a little later to the game than you would see a lot of people um And it was always something that I wanted to do. Um, So, I guess I could could even take it back just to give you a little idea. So, when I graduated high school, um, I went to play college basketball, played at a junior college. I was in school to be, you know, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to be, to be honest with you. Um, So, I signed up to go to school, thought, you know, I'm going to play basketball and I'm going to become a gym teacher. So, it's already there. Like, I was interested in fitness, I was interested in health. I spent a year at that school, ended up transferring after my first year um, of college out to a school in Tennessee. And uh, I actually ended up going to like a private Christian university called Bryan College, um, small school out in the mountains of Tennessee. It's um, where I met my wife. And I was there to play basketball. But then, you know, again, I had no idea what I actually wanted to do with my life. So I didn't know what I was going to school for. I went to play basketball. Um, and then I ended up, I'm a music guy. Um, that's, you know, we talked about that a little bit. I'm a worship leader. So, um, <clears throat> I decided I was going to go more the music route and was in school there for one year, um, doing the music thing. I ended up not following through on the basketball stuff. And I, I, I blame my wife cause I met her and then <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I like spending time with her more. So yeah, yeah. Um, so I so I kind of gave up the basketball stuff at that point. Um, and then we moved to Florida. Um, and when I moved down here to Florida, which was, I mean, gosh, like 18 years ago now, 17, 18 years ago. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, when I moved down here, I went to school um and still again had no clue what I wanted to do, was still working out all the time, super heavy in the gym, had thought about being a trainer, but never really like followed through on that. Ended up just going to school and getting a business degree.
0: So mm-hmm. then
1: I get out of college get married I got married when I was 20 we were both 22 um we'll be celebrating our 15 year anniversary this year actually which is wild um so go through my 20s um and bounced around trying all different things never really knew what I wanted to do and then anyways fast forward through my 20s and get into my early 30s and that's when I finally decided you know what I'm I love fitness. Like I love training. I love people. Like I had worked in office jobs for quite some time prior to that and learned quickly that I did not enjoy the sedentary lifestyle of being at a desk and computer screen, all that kind of stuff. So I decided to get my license, um, went through the whole process of getting the certification, um, and then trained for, I think two, about two and a half, somewhere between two and a half and three years. Um, built a decent clientele, did a few different things. Um, I don't, I, I didn't ever consider myself to be the best trainer. I enjoyed it. I really loved my clients. And in all honesty, it was more of a ministry for me than it was anything. It was like more say that one more time. You
0: dive in deeper on that. What you mean by it being a ministry?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, for me, it was just an, another opportunity to, um, connect people to Christ. It wasn't, I mean, I, Again, I love fitness, um, but I don't love fitness just for the sake of fitness. I mean, I want to take care of myself and be healthy, but I think using every possible thing that we are passionate about mm-hmm. as an opportunity to connect people to Christ, that's that's ministry. I mean, that's what it is. And so I, um, I think I like prided myself a little bit more. I wouldn't necessarily say I was the best trainer in the world. I mean, I, I know my stuff. I can help people get healthy. Um, but I really cared about like deeply care about people. And so every opportunity I would have to, you know, whether that was invite them to church or just let them know, like, Hey, I'm praying for you as you're struggling through this stuff or going through this thing. Um, that's, that's kind of how I always approached it. So,
0: yep. Yeah. You I love that. There's something so powerful about even, even in a trainer role, you're not necessarily in the trenches sweating with them but you're in the trenches keeping them safe. You know what I mean? You're in the trenches like like leading them, kind of like an officer in the military. And a guard definitely comes down when you're a trainer, you know, and you're there with that person. And, you know, for for some people, the gym is like where they feel the least comfortable. Like, um, you'll appreciate this. I had my first singing lesson um, last Friday, right? And like in a place where I'm like the least comfortable, I'm going into that first session, I'm thinking in my head, this is probably how a lot of people feel with me during our first consultation or our first, you know, time working out together. It's like, I don't know where to put my hands. I don't know what to do. Like, you know, that type of sensation. And, um, you know, as you go into that and you trust the person next to you, it's definitely a guard down, man. And it's fun to be able to, uh, slip a little Jesus in there, you know, whenever, whenever possible. It's, um, it's funny you say that, man, because, um, What's been cool about like, you know, this is is an open dialogue. I think you'll appreciate this. Like for those of you guys listening in ATG, you know, you and I both know what that is with knees over toes guy and Ben Patrick is basically a style of training where instead of like focusing purely on performance or numbers, your full focus is how can we bulletproof your body to do anything that you possibly want. You know, whether you're a 30 year old athlete or you're a grandparent in your 60s wanting to pick up your grandkid without being in pain, you know, this is um, a new style of training that brings a lot of old modalities in, to be honest, that um, just kind of got lost with time and is, is really hitting, hitting hard right now. You know, Ben Patrick was on Joe Rogan. Um, and that's really picked up a lot of momentum with this with him being the number one you know news news source in the world, really. I think CNN is like three million, and he's like eleven million. I didn't know that before Ben Patrick's episode. Like that blew my mind how how much Joe Rogan's grown. But um, you know, I've been putting up posts on there, just like you have, to where we've, you know, Nick and I have both been tagging Athletic Truth Group or atG in the posts and styles of content that we put out because, Um, I'd love to hear, you know, even later on, you know, how that's kind of changed up, you know, the way that you train and what that's done for you. But for myself, um, you know, I've had double knee surgeries. You've listened to the podcast and probably heard me talk about that a little bit. Um, they were initially healed through, you know, a phone call with a buddy of mine who just todd white style prayed over my knees just like you need to get down do you feel the warmth coming from it and i'm like i'm two months into being a christian dude and i'm like i think so <laughs> like it's maybe i'm in texas it's kind of hot you know yeah. <laughs> um but afterwards man like my knees just felt so much better and for me i could have returned back to that style of like more there's nothing wrong with powerlifting but I was doing powerlifting without these fundamental things that we've learned in ATG to take care of my already predisposed knees to injury. You know, I wasn't taking care of them in that same way. And so it was like, I could return back to that or I could change the way that I live my life and steward the healing that God has given me. Right. So miraculous healing, but I'm of the conversation that just because God healed those burns from your body doesn't mean you won't get new ones. If you run back in the fire. you know what I mean like uh, so ATG for me has been like how to steward that and so in spreading that and um you know even like right now I I got done talking with Ben Patrick um a couple days ago and another guy out here who's starting up ATG Frisco and opening a gym and I just got done today talking with Wade Huchin who um runs Alaska
1: bro I love Wade man oh you know Wade so i don't know him i just know him through instagram we've connected through you know dm and stuff but i mean he's a powerhouse for the lord too man he loves the lord he's killing it out there with his gym like he's he seems like a
0: he's such a cool guy man he and i are gonna jam out and bring him in for some uh some kingdom health stuff to help out with a new program we're launching um later this month uh we're bringing in like more guest speakers and stuff so he'll be coming in and uh, definitely. It was like a, it was a sprinkle of a conversation. We had an hour and then I had another thing right there. So we had to cut it in the middle, but um, yeah, such a good guy. But um, I actually talked with Ben Patrick and picked up um, ATG Dallas, you know, socials and .coms and everything like that to, to get things rolling out here. And that's, you know, just kind of share how passionate I am about this stuff because like, um, and then going back into now with that, like I'm investing in this ATG style of training because it's changed my life. I I see God's blueprints and fingerprints all over it, because it's teaching people how to heal their body. Jesus Christ is the healer. So anything that heals has his DNA inside of it, right? So I'm seeing this just change so many lives. And it's, it's so cool. Um, and through that, you know, you and I tagging people or tagging them in our posts, and, you know, more people find our profiles. What's been so interesting is I'm getting more people who I've never met before, who likely aren't Christian that I've ever had be in my following ever before. And it's so cool how fitness is becoming this evangelistic tool to where it's like, you know, out, out of any week, I put up two videos a day, you know, two videos might mention the name Jesus, but 12 of them are all about fitness, but it's so surprising to me. And I, and I honestly shouldn't be surprised by it anymore because the Lord works in such cool ways, but like out of the woodworks, people who are like funneling in from ATG and getting this healing from all the movements they're like, Oh snap, there's some Jesus going on here too. Like I'm, I love Jesus or I'm Jesus curious, you know, like I had a guy in the DMs asking me stuff about this, um, you know, church culture. And it's just so cool to see how like fitness, fitness is like, I think what brings us all together, like in this world, but like the Jesus is getting sticky. The Jesus is what keeps it sticky, you know, and, and just builds those lasting relationships. So it's been so cool, man. Have you seen that? Like with fitness in your own journey, like, um, just using it as a a simple in for, uh, just talking about the Lord. Dude,
1: a hundred percent. So the whole reason that I even got into, uh, (laughs) I love that you got the giant water bottle too. too. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. Um, a hundred percent, man. The the whole reason I got into the Instagram thing was, um, you know, I'm in full-time vocational ministry. So mm-hmm. for, for people who don't know, like that's what I do as a full-time job as I'm a worship leader at a church. But a lot of people don't really even, like even people who attend church and are kind of in the church world, don't really realize like what ministry like fully what that looks like to be you know full-time vocational ministry so i'm a worship guy but i spend the vast majority of my time is not actually doing music it's not um it's not music related it's it's you know pastoring and discipling and loving on people but with that um i mean really with anything but but ministry has this really unique like it can have the absolute highest of highs, most beautiful, like experience. You just get to be part of some of the coolest things, but you also get some really hard stuff. I mean, you know, you're walking with people through deep, deep hurt, you know? And so um, I've been in this for almost four years now. And um, that, you know, the past couple of years with COVID, like, I mean, it has taken a toll on people. And so there's been a lot of heavy times, a lot of hurt, a lot of heartache. And I realized um, in my own life that I was beginning to um, get just kind of buried. Like I love ministry, but it was starting to like take, it was starting to hurt me a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm always into fitness. I've always still been working out and doing that kind of stuff. But I wanted to find a way to, have like a healthy outlet, something else that I could do outside of my normal role in industry where I could connect with new people um, who aren't necessarily churched and do something that I love at the same time. So to me, it was like a no brainer. It was like, I already love fitness. So I had been talking to my wife about this idea of starting this over the hill Hooper thing. And I had been talking about it for months. And finally, you know, like an amazing wife, the amazing wife she is, she's like, I just turned 37. My birthday was in September and we're talking about it like two days before my birthday. And she's, I'm going, ah, you know, I just, I keep thinking about this and maybe I'll do this thing. And she finally like sits there. She like looks me in the eyes and she's like, Nick, just do it. (laughs) Like, stop talking about it and just do it. So I'm like, all right. And some of it was just, I had reservations about like getting like kind of diving into that social media world. Like I've, I've, for the most part, I've stayed kind of disconnected from a lot of that for many years. Cause I mean, you know, as good as it can be for connections and things it can also be incredibly toxic. And, you know, if you're not careful, you can really start to get your identity caught up in it. And, you know, I loved um, your last guest, Melody, is that her name? Yeah, Melody Gallard. You guys talked a lot about identity stuff. Um, and I, I think that's, that was powerful. It was really good. Um, so yeah, but you were asking me, do I feel like that's been the case with me too? a hundred percent. And, but I've also really gone into it with that mentality of I'm not in this, I'm not doing the Instagram thing to, you know, chase clout or try to see how many followers I can get. If, if it's the Lord's will and he wants to allow me to have a hundred thousand followers or a million followers, or if he wants me to have. A hundred, like whatever. Um, ultimately, I just want to steward that well and be able to connect people who maybe don't, wouldn't mm-hmm. typically set foot into a church, mm-hmm. but they will <laughs> obviously scroll Instagram and might come across the guy who's working out, and they might not be attracted to my page because I'm saying something about Jesus. It might be because they see me dunk or they see me, mm-hmm. you know, do something athletic. But then when they get there they're going to catch that message because that's who I am. I mean, that's an outpouring of who I am as a person. I'm not, I'm not forcing it. I'm not, you know, I don't even have like a, I don't really have an agenda. I just really, uh, I want to be as authentic as possible through that platform and try to connect with people. And then it's cool too, because I do get to connect with other people who are believers. That's how I found your page. You know, I, yeah. I can't remember the first post I saw, but you were, you know, you were like, first of all, you got an incredible speaking voice. So you've just got
0: this. I appreciate that, man. (laughs)
1: Yeah. But we're like, I think you were like walking into the gym. You're like, man, I'm just walking into the gym. And I was thinking about and had the words like on the screen. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah,
0: health advice from Jesus. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, this is really cool. Like, and then it's just fun, too, because it gives me ideas of how I could even do what I want to do better, you know, like I can learn from other people like you and, and then hopefully inspire people too at the same time. So yeah, no question, man. It's Absolutely. been, it's been an incredible tool to connect with
0: people for sure. Absolutely. It's like, um, I think, so I'm a part of this quarter of Christianity. And to be honest, I think it's like, Really, everybody is a part of this. Like, it's not really even a corner, but it's like, it's just like spoken about a little bit more here. And that is uh, really focusing on what Jesus talked about, which is the kingdom is here, right? God's kingdom is here right now. It's always expanding, it's always growing, and really, you know, viewing our experience here on earth more governmentally. You know, and and from that meaning, our father is the king, he has given each of us territory, thus that gives us dominion over a territory, which makes us kings and queens, and learning that, you know, style of government that heaven operates from and applying it here on earth, because it's no different, right? The kingdoms inside of us, it's like the whole message of kingdom health is let's conquer the kingdom within. Right. Mm-hmm. And the kingdom is external as well, too. So when we conquer the kingdom within, it equips us even more to go out there and take more territory, right? Go into new places. Fitness for a lot of people, like they might just follow people because they got a big butt or a six pack and they think you look good naked. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's, it's true. You know, you and I probably both have followers just like that. We probably just follow us because they saw a shirtless picture of us or something like that. And it's, you know, when you go into territories like this, I'm not saying fitness is like a extremely overpopulated area of toxicity. Everything has its own like corner, but when you go in there and you say, Hey, I'm stamping this flag that fitness is the dominion of the Lord. Right. And you go out there and it's, I even love calling it patient evangelism, man, just be yourself. And then if you're yourself, you're naturally going to talk about Jesus from time to time. And it doesn't have to be extra. It doesn't have to be a show. Like you can go out into a secular market like fitness or finance and stamp your flag and still represent the government and the country that you come from, which is the kingdom of heaven, you know, first and foremost over anything else in any area that you're in. And I love what you talked about there with fitness, being able to do that, man, because it's like you know, the Lord gives you a couple thousand followers on Instagram for a reason. You know what I mean? Even if it's for one person to say, oh, well, this guy has a little bit more followers than a hundred. So now he's got a little bit more validity. So now I respect him. And then he's talking about Jesus. Okay, so now that's a little bit different, but like I respect him. So it's starting to become more absorbable. Or this guy's talking about Jesus and I love Jesus. It's like, this is cool, man. And it, it raises the the you know point with social media of, Really, you know, the term social media influencer, I think, has gotten like really bad rep. When I think there's a lot of like opportunities for the kingdom, man. Like, even as, you know, like you and I ourselves right now, like I would call us micro influencers. You know, we don't have like micro social media influencers, at least. You know, we don't have like 10, 100,000 million followers. Um, but we've got a very select amount of people to where, you know, even think about this, man, if you got 5,000 followers, you've got the same amount of people listening to you as Jesus did. Right. Right. Like at, like his most peak moment, you've got the same amount of people listening to you every day as Jesus had in his most peak moment in the flesh.
1: Yeah. That's freaking
0: awesome, dude. It it gets me so hyped up, man. I think there's so much good things that can happen with social media. For sure. For
1: sure. Every, I mean, everything's got its give and takes, man. You know, there's the good and the bad in social media, but I agree with you entirely is that as long as you're stewarding well, what God has entrusted to you and every person who, um, every person who follows us, God is giving us an opportunity to speak into their life. And so I want to steward that well, <clears throat> and you may not get to have personal conversations. You probably won't. I mean, even at our, our, you know, micro level of a 1000 ish followers, like, it's really hard to connect with every single person individually. But I mean, I just had a dude, um, I just had a guy reach out to me, I think it was last night. Yeah. And um, he had, like messaged me through DM. And you know, it's also like, it can be intimidating, like putting yourself out there like that, too, because sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to give people my cell phone number.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you got to be careful with that. Sometimes I keep a barrier there for sure. (laughs) You just don't
1: know. But but this guy just hit me up. And, you know, I don't, we didn't even get into a conversation about faith. But, um, you know, he just he's like, hey, man, like I've seen your stuff. And it's really inspiring. And he started asking me questions because he's like 34. He's a couple years younger than me, former athlete. Like, you know, he's like, man, I really want to be able to dunk again. So, but to me, like that's an open door. That's just an opportunity to build a relationship and uh, and then ultimately hope to be able to, if he doesn't have faith, to be able to point him towards Jesus and, you know, and see what God does with that. Like, I think it's a beautiful platform, man.
0: Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Such a good point, man. Um, You know, just keeping things in this tight container time-wise for this episode here. So many good things. I got no doubt you'll probably be on another time and we'll, you know, we'll jam out even more, man. I would love for you to take, you know, five, 10, two minutes, like whatever Holy Spirit kind of, you know, downloads with you and, and just share like, you know, someone's listening in right now what would be your advice for them if they're wanting to be able to level up in their health and fitness? So let's say they're already doing the stuff, but they're just wanting to go to that next level. And specifically, they're really wanting to be able to not even incorporate Christ in this, but like walk in it, you know, like not just sprinkle Jesus on top of their health journey, but really saturate, you know, their health journey. Like I think of like barbecue chicken is not the same as roasted chicken. It's saturated. You know what I mean? In the barbecue, like how can you just like saturate your health journey um, with Jesus in your, in your own words and advice there, man? Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, so I want to make sure I get both parts of this. You were asking first, if somebody's just trying to level up, what are maybe some of the things that they could be doing to do that?
0: Right. I think more, um, I, I, started the question in that direction, but I, I think I'd like to go more in that. Just like, how can you just saturate your overall health and fitness journey in, in Christ? Cause that's going to be the level up too. Like the level yeah. up will always come, come through that.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I, so, I mean, I, I, for me, um, I don't want to overly like oversimplify this, but I, I don't, I don't separate my relationship with Jesus from anything in my life. Yeah, That is and the foundation of my life. So for me, as I, no matter what I'm doing, whether it's, you know, working out, playing basketball, hanging out with my friends, playing music, you know, whatever it is that I do, um, I intentionally saturate my entire life with Jesus. So, you know, if somebody were asking me, I, you know, I just feel like, you know, my health life and my, my Jesus life are two different things. I would say, man, I, you know, this is just my own personal rhythm, but you know, I get up every morning and, um, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest again, authenticity. Mm-hmm. I don't perfectly do this every single day, but my aim every day, uh, when I get up is I like to spend, and it, it takes intentionality because I know people are busy. Some people have to work really early. And, and I will tell you, cause I saw you did some of your podcasts at like five 30 in the morning. I was like, bro, I'm so yeah. glad asked me to do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, not with guests. <laughs> no guests at that time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, the only time I get up that early is on Sunday when I have to be to church really early. But, um, but my point that I was making is that it does take intentionality and you do have to um, set the time aside, but it is worth it um, to find time to get quiet with the Lord uh, when you start your day. Uh, and I, that works for me. I, I do think that there are other rhythms that can work. Some people like to do that you know, during the middle of the day, some people like to, and I'm not saying that should be the only time I'm not saying just set one side. Um, but one thing that I really start every single day with, um, is just getting alone and spending time with the Lord. Um, and that might look different for everybody. For me, I like to spend, you know, a good little chunk of time in God's word and just ask him what he wants to speak to me through his word. So like, for instance, right now, I've been reading through Psalms, um, and I love Psalms, like just the encouragement and the, uh, the humanity in it. Like it's just real people who are going through real things and being honest with the Lord about it. And then, but still going, Lord, this really sucks. And life might be really hard right now, but, yeah. <laughs> but I trust you because you're good, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. So I'm in Psalms right now. And um, so I get up, my rhythm is I like to spend time with the Lord. And then what I do, man, is I spend time in prayer and I just soak every area of my life in prayer and I offer it to the Lord. I, you know, I really, including fitness, including Instagram, right? Like even everything that I'm doing on Instagram, posting videos and trying to connect with people. And I remind myself daily, you know, I get before the Lord and I go, Lord, this is yours. It's not mine. This is yours. And so do what you want with it. And I do the same thing with my workouts, with my health. I thank him for the fact that I'm healthy, that I can actually work out and do stuff. Um, And so that would be my suggestion to anybody who may be struggling with like the feeling like they have to separate those two areas of life. Like here's my church life. I go to church and I have a relationship with Jesus, but then here's my like fitness life and I go to the gym and I do to me they're they're inseparable like mm-hmm. jesus is in all of that and he wants to have uh i mean he does have lordship over all of it whether you <laughs> admit that or not it's Him. Yeah, it. yeah. so i hope that answers your question man i i really that's that's my heart is that's how i i approach it is it's all jesus's anyways So I, you know, I like this image for those of you who can see me on the videos, just open handedness, Lord, I don't, I'm not going to walk around and hold tight to this because when I do this, this is a problem. So I'm going to walk around like this with my hands open and go, Lord, this is yours. I surrender it to you. And I think that's, uh, that's how we should walk in all areas of our life. Honestly,
0: man. So beautiful with that, dude. You know, you mentioned at the beginning of not wanting to oversimplify it. And I think to be honest with you, Nick, we have to oversimplify it because people are trying to overcomplicate it, you know, and, and there's such, there's such beautiful pieces to the complexities and the details, you know, that's, that's something I won't deny. It's, I, I love going into the nitty gritty. I run a program called Kingdom Health University. To where it's all about how to be able to renew the mind to walk with Christ in your health journey, like that's the whole focus of it. But in the in the the most general sense of it, you hit it spot on, man, and I I agree. You know, I think everybody's answer is is gonna have have truth in that, but I stand with you on that one, man. I think it's it's very simple to where it's kind of like anything in life. You want to run like a, you know. We are the greatest technology and computer ever created by the greatest creator. We're made in His image, right? Yep. Made the most complex computer ever, and that is us. And we've, you know, just made these computers as well too. So it's like when we look at ourselves as the machine, um, in a very general sense, we want to run like a virus scan and just see like where are areas I'm not letting Christ where are the areas I'm gripping might be a little bit easier because like he, he's in every area. He's, there's nothing in this world that he cannot, you know, touch and, and be a part of and um, just enjoy with you. But it's like, what areas am I gripping on a little bit more so to, I love that open hand analogy with it. It's like, that could be finance. It could be fitness. It could be your health. It could be um, your diet. It could be the way that you, you know, treat your wife. It could be a single conversation. It could be, you know, anything, any sort of triggers that come up for you. And I think, um, you know, when, when we just acknowledge that fitness is no different than, you know, your finances, which is no different than your marriage, which is no different than, uh, your career, which is no different from your relationships or your parenting, anything like that. It's just, I think that routine kind of even morning check, like you did there, the virus scan, um, or Lord, like, what do I need to open up? What do I need to, um, be a little bit more malleable in, uh, to just flow with whatever you're wanting to do. Um, I really like that too, uh, for the social media thing that you said too, like, Lord what, what, what even needs to go up on Instagram today? You know, that's, that's such a good, um, I've engaged that before, but definitely not been as intentional with it recently. So that's a fun one I'm going to play with as well too, man. So such a yeah. great response, dude, really appreciate your heart and your, uh, your, uh, you know, what you shared there for sure, man. Appreciate you, bro. This is fun, man. Absolutely, dude. It's so fun talking about health and fitness and Jesus and all these things. So, um, man, we'll go ahead and, uh, start to wrap this up here. Um, you know, just letting you guys know, listening in, if you want to be involved with some things that we're doing here at kingdom health, uh, February 7th, we are kicking off the free fasting lifestyle challenge. It's going to be an awesome experience where I'm going to be teaching all things, uh, around fasting within these five days for Christ connection and supernatural health. So we're going to be sharing all the benefits physiologically that happens and supernaturally that happens uh, just within your connection with Christ. So within this, you'll learn about intermittent fasting. You'll learn about longer extended fasting. You'll learn about um, you know different types of fasting, Daniel fasting, water fasting, um, sugar fasting, like whatever type of fast you want to go on. And you'll also be able to really dive in deep to an activation to where we'll, we'll get to see like, what do you personally just need to take a step back from? Cause fasting evolves into so much more than just with food, right? You may be called to fast from, uh, you know, pornography, caffeine, uh, marijuana, like we talked about on one episode here, you may be called to fast from social media. You may be called to fast from, um, anything and everything out there in the world. Um, you might be called to fast from a great thing for you. Like for January, you know, I did all meat and fruit is amazing for the body. There's definitely benefits to eating vegetables, but I took a step back from those. And um, I'll share it in another episode some of the lessons from that journey. But, you know, the Lord might call you to step away from some things that are good in certain seasons and uh, other things that might just be totally just not beneficial for you for the rest of your journey. Um, and we'll just dive into how to be able to understand that. Uh, and, and really walk in that to be able to just better steward this awesome creation that is, you know, you, your body, your health, and this meat suit that gives you the, uh, the visa and the passport to be able to operate here on earth and spread the kingdom and, and really just, um, you know, use that to your best advantage. So it's going to be a lot of fun, completely free. You guys can join that by going to www.kingdomhealth.com. Uh, that'll get you the registration. You guys can hop into the Facebook group. Uh, with that, we're going to be opening that up later this week. So if you join and you say, hey, the Facebook group's not open, that's because it's supposed to be. <laughs> and we'll let you guys in there uh, later on as we start to get this party started before Monday. So it's going to be a great time. We'd really love to have you guys in there. And inside of that, we're actually going to be announcing um, our top secret new program. Uh, which is going to be a behind the scenes access to a lot of things that we're doing here in Kingdom Health. So individuals who join this will get first access to this uh, club, we'll call it, that's going to be a really, really fun thing. So uh, even if you just hop into here what that is, you'll get some great value. So that's what we're doing in Kingdom Health, man. Um, Nick, how can people like find you on the social media and just connect with you, dude? The only
1: place that I'm really at is on the Instagram, the Instagram. (laughs) Instagram as uh, Over the Hill Hooper. Um, That's where I'm at. And then that's it, man. Otherwise, I'm hiding out, bro.
0: That's awesome, man. You got some stuff on YouTube of you singing too, right? Some worship.
1: Yeah, that's actually yeah, that's through my church. So it's uh, if you go to journey, I'm trying to think what our I think it's Journey Connect is how you find us. Our website for the church is JourneyConnect.org, um, and that's yeah. We we just recently shot some really just super cool. Um, it's humbling to get to be a part of. It. I work with some like incredibly talented people, man. Like people who are just. You ever you ever get around people like that where you're just like, bro, what am I even doing in this room? Yeah. Like
0: <laughs> yeah. you just step in the room and you're like, man, I feel like I'm automatically just up-leveled like five levels in life. And like I'm doing nothing but just being around them.
1: It's it's incredible. Yeah. I work with some really incredible people at the church, man. And so we we just did a couple um really, really sweet worship times um and captured them and then posted them to youtube so um i wish i could tell you exactly how to find them but <laughs> unfortunately if you, uh,
0: if you shoot me over some links after this i can include them in the show notes so yeah curious Maybe. they can uh, hop in that yeah i can definitely do that i'd love to do that man
1: we got to connect more because we're me, me and my wife saw not to keep the show running longer we can no, make keep talk
0: keep going, man I, I i got nothing uh, extra
1: yeah, I was going to – my my wife and I saw your – and this is, again, this is how you never know the impact that you're having, right? Mm-hmm. I was following all the little carnivore stuff that you were doing, and then you had written up the whole blog, which yeah, I, no, I, I loved, dude. It was so – like, okay. for – from my wiring like i just just tell me what to do and i'll just follow it you know what i'm saying um but we're talking about doing the carnivore thing so i'd love to pick your brain a little bit i know you were saying you'll probably do a podcast about that at some point too so
0: yeah i'm thinking about um that would actually be cool to to maybe even do a three-way conversation on this Corey dean the guy who's starting up um atg frisco over here a good buddy of mine um, new friend through ATG. I say good buddy. We've known each other for two months, but he's a good buddy. you know. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, really, really cool guy. He went through it for a month as well, too. He's the guy who, um, inspired me to go through it. So I was thinking of grabbing him on here to reflect on our experiences, but it might be cool to do like a three-way and have a reflect and, and Q and a with it. So we'll, uh, I'll, I'll see what, what can happen there. If not, you and I will do like a, a one-on-one and, and kind of chat it up on that.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. I'd love to hear more. Me and my wife are both interested in trying it out, seeing what it's like.
0: Absolutely, man. I did a whole month of it and then I just added fruit yesterday. Um, And my wife is doing it too, but she's just doing meat and fruit. So how's it been for her? um, Her not as, her not as happy. (laughs) Um, And I'm a, so my wife, um, I'm a fan of, a style of nutrition philosophy that is it's called a few different things, but one of them is metabolic typing, uh, made famous by Paul check. Um, and I think Weston a price actually like had some stuff on this as well too. But for instance, my wife is, um, both of her parents are from Trinidad. My wife is black. And so with that, you think of um, even just a couple generations before that, you know, being in Africa, you know, e- even just two, three, 100, 400 years, you know, prior, whatever amount of time it was. um, in, in various places around there, agriculture is like the number one thing uh, that they have. So their diet is like, like my wife can have all carbs and wake up the next day leaner, lighter, stronger, more clear headed. I go too heavy in carbs and I get headaches. I feel bad. My wife has a lot of fat and she feels like she just feels bloated. I eat a lot of fat and it's like my digestive system and my hormones work for like on super speed, you know? So yeah. she's experimenting with it and I'm really proud of her for, for sticking through with it. But something we're kind of realizing is like, I'm a Northern ascent. Um, and you know, in the winter time, we didn't have carbs right? So genetically, I might be more predisposed to um, a meat based diet being phenomenal, because for a couple months out of the year, that might have been what some of my um, ancestors just 400 years ago, that was like what they had, you know, uh, where it was, it, it could have potentially been different for my wife, because there's even been some studies with um, certain tribes, like with Paul Saladino, you know, going out there, and they basically just ate meat and honey, you know, and some berries. So it's, It's different in different areas, but um, she's kind of experiencing that to where it's been a little bit more difficult for her And the first week or two of carnivore is always difficult for most people. Um, So we're just kind of learning, experimenting with it. But I started at first and then she, she came in and was like, I like what it's doing for you. So I'll try it. But at the end of the day, she's loving just eating more protein too. So I think it's got benefits for everybody. Even if you just say, I'm going to try it for two weeks or four yep. weeks. I think there's a massive benefit. And I've got clients doing it now. Um, freaking leaning out like crazy. I think it's the first thing since fasting that I have found that works so stupidly well for fat loss. But yeah, the thing that's nice about this is you're actually, eating. <laughs> you know, so it's a nice balance of the feasting with the fasting as well, too.
1: Yeah, I've done intermittent fasting. I told you I was like 245 at one point and then I've slowly come down and about two and a half, three years ago is when I started doing the intermittent fasting. And since then I've been 200, 205 and I'm pretty lean. Like I'm, you know, I'm six, 200, 205. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would, I, my guess is my body fat percent is somewhere around like 13, 12, 13, maybe. So I'd like to be a little bit lean. Like you were joking at the beginning about the veins. So I'm super vascular.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I'd always love to lose a little bit more in the midsection, tighten up. And so for me, I'm not, I don't want to lose weight. That's the biggest thing. So I was kind of watching what you were doing, where you were doing the milk and the honey and stuff. Um, yeah. There's a good chance that I would probably do that because i what I don't want to have happen is I don't want to drop to like one ninety and you know like I haven't been that light since I graduated high school, so uh yeah, I'd like you... what's that oh, sorry, go ahead no, I was just gonna say i w- I would just like to stay you know in this two hundred to two o five range,
0: yeah, so to give you some insight, I was at my buddy's gym uh in. December, right beforehand. And then I just went back at the end of January. Um, And with that, he has an in-body machine. If you know what that is to where it like tests your body fat percent, your muscle and everything, it sends electrical pulses through your body, fairly accurate, not the most accurate in the world, but more accurate than like calipers, right? It's on the more accurate side, especially if you continue to test with the same machine. Because it's kind of like even if your scale's off, it'll still show the trend, right? Yep. So, with that, in December, I did it. And then I did it just like maybe last Saturday after a full month of eating nothing but meat, eggs, and some cheese. I pulled off the cheese towards the end because it was starting to hurt my stomach more. Um, and drinking, Raw milk, or if I couldn't get raw milk, I would go to Whole Foods and get like non homogenized milk or low temp pasteurized milk and honey, two to three glasses of that a day in like a nice dinner cup, you know. And I would, you know, just mix it together as, as fast as I could to kind of get it all into one like yeah. nice pan that tastes like the bottom of a bowl of cereal, you know. That's yeah. like nice my whole video on it, bro. I watched your whole video and I was like, <laughs> Good, bro. <laughs> I try it specifically with the raw milk and yeah. some nice quality honey. Cause some honeys are not quality. So I had to like get around. I found this good brand from whole foods that I grabbed. Um, it's raw local honey from Texas. I think any local honey is going to be the best. Doesn't matter if it's Florida or Texas, but um, there might be a place that's got the best honey in the world. I don't know. Um, yeah, but getting that thicker version of the milk too, that's like still got the chunks of fat in there like with the raw milk or the non-homogenized milk. Um, Number one, it's just got more nutrition in it as well too, but it blends together because it's got that creamy texture with the honey. But all I had, dude, was just meat, occasional cheese and honey and milk. I'm nine years into consistently training, even after double knee surgeries, never taking more than like five days off of training. And- so you and I both know, but for those of you guys listening in, it's very hard to build muscle when you get this far in. And I'm I was eight percent body fat when I got that first measurement as well, too. So I'm six one, I weighed in at 186 and a half pounds on the first one. I think I had like 15 pounds of fat on my entire body. Um, so not not a lot by any means. And what initially got me there was definitely fasting. Um, was what like helped me to start to get more lean and chiseled because I used to sit around like 205 um, on a six foot one frame and it was I just had extra fluff on there. Um, I'm bulking up now to get up to 200. and I'll share how I know this is working. Dude, in one month, I gained a pound and a half of muscle and lost a pound of body fat. Wow. Already 8% body fat. It dropped me down to like 7% by like Dude. seven, seven and a half percent, and I gained a pound, a pound of weight. So my weight went up a pound, which is like in accordance with my bulking goals. One pound a month is I'll be at about two hundred. That's kind of where I want to be. Is but very, very lean. I don't want to. I'm okay with gaining to like nine percent body fat. You know what I mean? Like, like adding a little bit. Um, but I gained a pound and a half of muscle and lost a pound of body fat and then the extra like half pound probably came from water or something like that that made me gain a full net one pound freaking insane dude and like there was one time at one point i took my shirt off working out and i haven't done that in a long time because i'm at a commercial gym um and when i was doing it at home i didn't have mirrors dude i freaking looked at myself i was like holy shit this is working like, this is working. <laughs> and I was so surprised, man. Because, you know, you see yourself without a pump, like, every morning, you know, you get dressed. But, like, it was, like, with a pump, no shirt, and, like, good lighting. I'm like, holy cow, I've never in my life looked this good. Um, I feel great, too. Like, the milk and honey makes it effortless because you get the carbs in as well, too. So, man, I recommend, you know, try two, four weeks of it. I yep. think... In my personal experience as an athlete, the milk and honey is necessary, yep. like very, very necessary. Um, my wife isn't doing that um, because she just doesn't like milk. She kind of gets like an upset stomach with it. So that could even be something that was like a little bit weird. I'm, I'm definitely not low carb, but I'm still getting like 150, 200 grams of carbs a day from the milk yep. and honey, three glasses of that. And it brings an extra 1200 calories a day in. I eat three square meals a day every day and just have that glass with it. And man, it's been feeling really good. So now I'm adding in fruit. So instead of my milk and honey with lunch, I had an entire carton of like mixed berries. And so I'm just playing to see how that runs, you know, in the long run, I was thinking about it. Cause I'm like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So why am I adding fruit in? Like as a logical question, right? Like we've all been told fruits healthy for you. Vegetables are healthy for you, but just a logical thing. I'm like, my goal is to gain about 12 pounds of muscle in a year. I gained a pound and a half in a month eating like this. Why would I change anything? And so yep. the only reason I'm adding in fruit is to fill any micronutrient gaps that I right. might from from not, not consuming them. Um, and it gives some extra fuel for athletic performance as well too. Um, so that's kind of how I'm playing with it now. Yeah, that's
1: smart, man. That's what I was gonna say. I would be curious if you stretch if you ate the way you're eating for 12 months, what you would feel like, like if that's sustainable,
0: yeah. but it that makes sustainable, man. Like even the one thing I thought would be crazy would be the bowel movements smooth.
1: Yeah. That's insane. Cause eating that much protein. Oh my gosh. I would think you would be hurting. Well, I did read your whole article. <laughs> you're like- Yeah. There was
0: some pain in the first part, man. There's some bloody poops for yeah. the first. Um, but then after that, it started, it started, uh, disappearing a lot. So yep. it was good. Well,
1: you look strong, man. I saw you. uh, You inspired me. I was in the gym. I was just getting into the gym to work out yesterday. And I saw you post a story or a video of you doing a pull up with 80 pounds. I think you were holding. Yeah. 80 pounds on the belt. And you did three.
0: Yeah. Three chest bars. I was like, dude.
1: So I tried to throw 80 on. No, (laughs) I got it with 60 though. So I felt pretty good about that.
0: 60 is good, dude. And you got to think about it. You're 20 pounds heavier than me. Right, right, right. In that body weight and you got long levers. So it's nice. I'm six foot one, but the reason why I could never go pro basketball is my limbs are short. Okay. This works really well for pull-ups. Like I've noticed that my pull-ups are like, like above average, like without a doubt for most people but i like put my arms up against a guy who's like five nine and he's got longer arms but like his arms are the same length as mine and i was like six four or five inches taller than him um so i i have like either average or below average length arms um but a really long torso like same thing my legs are kind of short so like all the height comes from like my neck and my spine (laughs) which is so interesting um but i think that helps without a doubt dude i was um I started building up those weighted chin ups from following like Grego Gallagher and Kino Body um, mm-hmm. in, in early days. And then I trained for American Ninja Warrior two or three years ago. Um, and dude, like at the peak of that, man, I got down to like 172 as well, too, because you got to get real lean, dude. I was like, I honestly think, though, to be honest with you, Nick, I was the same leanness I am now.
1: Um, okay.
0: You saw the body weight training, couldn't. Sustain as much muscle, um, but I was doing like uh, I think I did 130 for maybe 135 for two reps. Wow! And so that was at least chin over the bar. I won't say it was chest to bar, but like I was getting them high. I was doing single arm chin ups as well too at that point in time. And um, you know I'll be building back up to that this year. Um, I I was not as I was very athletic at that time, but I'm much more balanced now in yep. terms of like full bodies strong. So um, yeah, it's fun, dude. I love weighted chin ups.
1: Yeah, it was pretty legit. When I saw you do it, I was like, well, now I definitely have to try, dude. <laughs> so I strapped, I strapped that 80 on and I'm standing there under the bar and I'm like, wow, this feels like it's going to be heavy, man. And I go mm-hmm. to like do my first pull and I'm like, yeah, that ain't happening, dude. So I unstrapped and dropped 20 pounds and then I was good. Then I was able to do it. But same thing. I think I got two. I didn't do three. I did two, but it felt good. It's good.
0: Yeah, dude. One of my favorite um, methods to train with that is like the dense style of training um, to where you do EMOMs every minute on the minute, but just doing like singles, you know, and picking a good weight. And then on that fifth set, just rep out. That's cool. So just rep out singles, doubles, or triples you know, but you get a solid four sets in and then your fifth set, you know, you just rip it and run for as many quality reps as you can. And then just improve that each week. I love that, man. It's great. That's fun stuff, dude. I love it, man. It's been such an awesome time talking with you, dude. Any final yeah. words to anybody listening in? No, nah, man, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, bro. This has been fun. Thank you guys so much for tuning on in. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the Kingdom Health channel. If you're watching this on Facebook, give us a like. And if you're on any of the podcast platforms, go ahead and follow the podcast. Stay up to date with any new episodes that we put out. We are putting out about one a week is what we're averaging. So we'd love to see you guys uh, next time when we hop on in these. Take care, y'all. Love you guys and keep on conquering the kingdom within. Stop that live stream.